Well, hello, and I want to welcome you to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Horton. I'm here to bring you a short message that's designed to help you become all that God created you to be and to live your life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's message. It is an exciting day to be alive. So glad to be back with you on our Victory Church weekly podcast. I hope things are well with you. We are uh, celebrating Independence Day today in, uh, in America. This is our 247th year of celebrating our independence from British rule. And uh, we are a constitutional republic. And uh, we have, um, God has been gracious and amazing with, uh, <coughs> with the United States of America. Excuse me. And uh, we are having some, some real challenges these days. So, you know, as I greet this day and uh, think about the freedoms that we have enjoyed over this 247-year period, we are perhaps today at the greatest peril that we have ever been in since the foundation of our nation. Uh, we've been through numbers of wars. Where the Civil War took untold millions of people's lives. And, um, and uh, you know, we went through World War One, World War II. There have been other various and sundry wars. But we are re- literally at the brink of war today, not only from without with other nations, but we are at war with ourselves. And um, this is a day for us as believers, really, to stand. So as you're uh, celebrating with your family, eating your favorite foods, enjoying some time away from normal work activities, take some time. Let's take some time to pray and seek God. Often quoted Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people, which are called by my name, will pray and humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I'll hear from heaven, forgive their sin, heal their land. So, you know, revival and, and some, a turnaround starts with us as believers. And we, we've, 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 our back's been against the wall a number of times, but this time it's the moral depravity that could really, really uh, do us in. And our nation needs your prayers. You say, well, uh, why don't you just preach the word, quit talking about the nation? Well, you happen to live in the freest nation on earth. God has used the United States of America to evangelize the world for a long, long time, and now we need evangelizing ourselves. In fact, we uh, this this past weekend uh, we we just had a team of twenty people from our church go to a, a city, San Francisco, California, where there are untold masses of street people that have been living on the street for many, many years. It looks like a third world country, or even worse there, and they're with YWAM evangelizing there. So our nation, y'all, is in deep trouble, and it's because of the moral downward spiral that we're experiencing. So I want to encourage you to take some time today to pray. God also reminded me of a verse in Ezekiel 22 where it says, uh, where God said, I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it, but I found no one. And so he was decrying the fact that there was nobody standing and praying uh, for the remnants of what was Israel, God's chosen people. And they, like us, had uh, committed moral depravity, and God just let them go and be filled with their own, the fruits of their own ways, and it destroyed their nation. And uh, 
I, I've got a, a quote here. I've got one of my Bibles that I've had for many years is, is the Spirit-Filled Life Bible uh, edited by Jack Hayford. And uh, he makes a comment, or there is a comment there uh, in <clears throat> Ezekiel 22:30 from the um, New Spirit-Filled Life Bible where he there, there's a section here it, uh, connected to Ezekiel 22:30, and he says, intercessors link God's mercy with human needs. So let me read this. It's worth reading on this Independence Day. And, and he begins by saying, in Ezekiel's day, Judah was all that remained of God's vineyard. His chosen people, the idolatrous kingdom of Israel, had been destroyed and its people exiled under the Assyrian ruler Sargon in 722 B.C. Now, almost a century and a half later, um, sin had made a horrendous gap in Judah's protective wall. A gap was a break in the protective thorny hedge or wall of stones that surrounded a vineyard and invited trouble. To bar intruders, someone had to stand guard until the gap could be repaired. Therefore, the word employs the figure of speech to describe God's search for an intercessor among Judah's priests, prophets, princes uh, of people, for those who would, who would stand in the gap linking God's mercy with man's need. In our day, he concludes, in our day, the protective hedge about families, churches, and nations is often in a state of terrible disrepair. God is still searching for intercessors to stand guard in the gap and by prayer to help repair the breaches. So, you know, demon spirits are having a heyday in our nation. You say, how can you say that, Pastor Mitch, when you've got naked people cavorting in the street in front of children and encouraging them to be sexually immoral. My friends, we have lost our moral compass. There's a breach in the wall of defense around our nation, and the enemy is having a heyday. And now is the time as we're enjoying our independence and our freedom today on July 4th. Let's pray for this nation, and let's ask God to work a miracle, because at this point it's, going to be, it's not going to be a politician it's not going to be the eloquence of a, of a person. It's only going to be the hand of God that delivers our nation. And my concern seriously is that we are a nation that is already under judgment, and we have the signs of judgment with the moral depravity and with actually nature and weather turning against us. And we're going to see more. It's going to get worse until we repent. So my encouragement as a pastor to people who will listen, pray, uh, because, you know, you, the, 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 the um, uh, well-being, the freedoms of not only you, your family, your children, but also your grandchildren and successive generations depend on what we choose to do with what we know about the Lord today. So those of us that know our God, today's the day, like Daniel said, to be strong and do exploits, and those exploits need to be exploits of prayer. So take some time today to pray for our nation. We desperately need it. So let's get right to my subject. I have been talking about the subject of divine healing for a number of weeks now. It's going to take a while for me to exhaust this subject because I want to go into detail and um, 
building the potential in you for great faith in God's healing power. And I've said this, I don't know how many times on these podcasts, there'll never be a time in your life that you don't need faith for healing either for yourself or someone else. So if that's the case, and then enemies always seeking to attack us physically, it behooves us then to keep our faith in God built up. So I encourage you to take some time every day to stir up faith within you to be healed. And that's one of the reasons I'm, uh, I'm talking about healing on the podcast, because we so need to keep our faith in God stirred up. Man, here's the reality. What we hear the most of is what we have faith for. And so that's the reason we want to we want to hear most of all from the Word of God when it comes to our physical well-being. You know, when you have symptoms, physical symptoms hit your body, don't Google to see what, what it is first of all. I've had church members go to me, well, I, had, I felt this pain in my body, I felt this sensation, so I went to Google to see what the symptoms said it was. Don't do that. Go to God's Word first of all. Go to the Word because the Word is the source uh, God, God, I mean, Psalm 107, 20, sent his word and healed them, delivered them from their destructions. Go to the word first. Notice what Jesus said again about, about what we hear, Mark 4, uh, 24 and 25, New Living Translation. Then he added, Play, pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given, and you will receive even more. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. So cut the media, cut Google, turn on the Word, you know, cut off the distractions. And, uh, you know, again, um, distorted hearing, distorted hearing results in fear of sickness, fear of illness. So again, the more uh, news than word or the more of other things than the word literally creates an atmosphere for fear and doubt to grow. And let me say it again, I do not listen to things that will hinder my faith. Now, I peruse the the news in various ways. I have an eclectic way of doing that. But you know what? I make sure the first thing I do every day, I get into the Word, I pray, I seek God, I meditate on Scripture. Even when I wake up in the middle of the night, I meditate on Scripture with regards to health, healing, faith, answered prayer, those kinds of things. Because again, you'll never have a time that you don't need faith, either for yourself or for someone else. So let me, let me, uh, let me backtrack a little bit here and let's catch us up to what we've been talking about on these, pod, on these podcasts that have to do with healing belonging to us. We have talked about uh, the two ways that healing comes. Healing spiritually comes two ways, God's sovereignty or, or it comes through faith in God's Word. God's sovereignty is gifts of the Spirit. There are gifts of healings. There's the gift of working of miracles, and there's the gift of faith. And y'all, sometimes those work hand in hand. I know God's used me in the past with the gift of faith along with the gifts of healings, and we've had people healed of of illnesses and diseases that way. Again, that's something that God initiates. That's not something you initiate yourself. You can't trust spiritual gifts to manifest to heal you, but you can always trust the fact that God set in the mo- in, into motion the principles of faith. And if you'll act on God's word in your personal life, 
your faith will bring healing to your physical body. So we talked about that. Then we've talked about three reasons that Christians are sick. We took several podcasts and talked about that. The three reasons that Christians, even though God's promised divine healing, if they're sick and don't seem to get better, three reasons. Number one, lack of knowledge. That is, they don't know that healing belongs to. And most most believers are probably in that category because, uh, you know, it's few and far between that you can find a church that will preach and teach divine healing in a strong way these days. Secondly, weak faith is the second reason that if Christians are sick and have a hard time getting healed, it's weak faith. That is, that is the force of the illness is stronger than the force of faith in your life. It's like muscles. You know, you, you may have a, you know, if you're, trying to, if you're trying to lift 100 pounds and you have hardly lifted 50 pounds, you're going to have a hard time lifting the 100 pounds over your head, right? So you, you got to build yourself up. So if you've got a 100-pound a problem with 25-pound faith, you're going to struggle. That's the reason that we need to keep our faith built up in God's Word and have faith for the small things. And, and I've said this, and I'm going to say this a number of times. I, I trust God in the small things and the big things. I don't wait till big things come along to pray. I pray about the small things because what you do in the little you will do in the big. And so anytime I have a symptom, anytime I have any kind of a malady or an unusual or abnormal thing happen with or to my physical body, I get right on it with the Word of God. I mean, I don't play with it. I get right on it. I don't wait and wonder what it is. I don't have to look it up and find out what uh, uh, I resist it right then in Jesus' name. And we're going to get into it in a minute because God promised us divine healing, God. You know, let me give you a, a strange, for instance, I've never had this happen in my life, but uh, on my right arm, uh, I had this bump appear, and uh, boy, it began to grow and turn red and really strange and weird. And the devil, you know, would say all kinds of things about that bump on my arm, on my forearm. And you know what I did? I just simply took authority over it in the name of Jesus and commanded it to die and go away. And you know what? <laughs> it's It's not even... It's not even a, a, a it's not even a, I, I'm trying to think of a, uh, it's not even, my goodness, a, a quarter of what it was. It's so much small, and it's, you know what? Because I cursed it in Jesus' name. I did, Mark 11, 23 and 24, said to the mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea. I don't doubt in my heart, believe what I say comes to pass. I'll have what I say, whatever you desire when you pray. Mark 11, 24, believe you receive and you'll have. I did that. With that little bump. And you know what? It's just about completely gone. And you know, it doesn't matter, you know, what I see or feel, but I'm just saying the actual circumstance is that it's just about completely eradicated. And it was faith that did it. So you do what you do in the little, do it in the big. If you can't do it on small things, you won't do it in big things. So three reasons Christian are sick, lack of knowledge, weak faith, then disobedience. We've got to walk in the known will of God. Then uh, talked about seven reasons that you can know that healing is always the will of God for you. Number one, because of perfect creation. There was no sickness uh, prior to the fall of man. Secondly, God wants the will of God on earth to parallel his will in heaven. Jesus prayed, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth even as it is in heaven. Uh, third reason God never changes his attitude towards us. Malachi 3.6, I am the Lord. I do not change. Number four, in God's mind, the same sacrifice that saves you is the same sacrifice that can heal you. And we'll get into the tip point, tip, the, the beginning stage of that 
today. Number five, in the Bible, sickness is directly attributed to Satan. And uh, Satan came to Job and uh, to God about Job. And uh, Satan afflicted Job, but God healed Job. And there are many references in the Bible to sicknesses being of Satan, not from God. Number six, no sickness is on earth when Satan is bound during the 1,000-year reign of Christ called the millennial reign of Christ when Jesus returns because sickness and Satan are synonymous. Satan's kicked into the bottomless pit. He won't be here or he's kicked. Yeah, and he won't be here. So you know what? There is no sickness when he's not here. At that time, Jesus dealt with sickness the way he dealt with De demons. Again, number seven, at times, Jesus dealt with sickness the way he dealt with demons. Then part four, and the last thing we've talked about is the healing covenant that God set with the Israelites right when they came out of 400 years of Egyptian bondage. And God said in Exodus 15, 26, if you will diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do that which is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep his statutes, I will allow none of the diseases on you which I have allowed on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. And he revealed himself by one of his covenant names, Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord your physician. So we've talked about that in detail. Today we'll just barely get into the edge of this. I want to begin talking about healing in the atonement or the sacrifice of Christ. The same faith that he, that saves us from sin in the sacrifice of Jesus is the same faith in the sacrifice of Jesus that can heal us of sickness and disease. And Jesus set it up so that uh, with that same sacrifice on the cross of Calvary, when he became our sin sacrifice, uh, our sickness and disease was also placed on the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. How would he, do we know that? We're going to get into the edge of it and continue next time with it. Uh, and so today, let's talk about healing in the atonement of Christ. 1 Corinthians 10, 11 says, These things happened to them, the Old Testament believers, as examples for us. And they were written down to warn uh, us who live at the end of the age. So Old Testament things are types and shadows of what we have in Christ right now as New Testament believers. So, so the, having said that, I want to go right to 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 7, how do we know that healing is in the atonement of Christ? Because Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of the Passover lamb that was instituted. The Passover feast was instituted just before uh, Israel left uh, Egyptian bondage. And God told them to commemorate that, that, uh, that feast year after year after year. The Passover, it's called the Passover, when the angel of death passed over the houses of the Israelites because they had slain a lamb the night before and they had put the blood from the lamb on the, on the doorposts of their house. So when the death angel, angel came by that was killing the firstborn of all of, it, of Egypt as well as uh, humans, as well as their, their animals, that when it came to Israel, they were stayed, the death angel's hand was stayed and, the, and the, their firstborn did not die. None of their animals died because they had sacrificed the, the sacrificial Passover 
lamb. So here's Exodus 12. Listen, New Living Translation, the animal you select must be one-year-old male, either a sheep or a goat with no defects. That's a type and shadow of Jesus. Take special care of this chosen animal until the evening of the 14th day of the first month. Then the whole assembly of the community of Israel must slaughter their lamb or young goat at twilight. They are to take some of the blood and smear it on the sides and top of the door frames of the houses where they eat the animal. That same night they must roast the meat over a fire and eat it along with bitter salad greens and bread made without yeast. Do not eat any of the meat raw or boiled in water. The whole animal, including the head, legs, internal organs, must be roasted over a fire. Don't leave any of it until the next morning. Burn whatever is not eaten before morning. These are your instructions for eating the meal. This meal, fully dressed, Wear your sandals. Carry your walking stick in your hand. Eat the meal with urgency, for this is the Lord's Passover. See that that lamb of sacrifice the night before they left Egypt? It gave them physical strength to endure the journey out of Egypt. And so they went in the strength of the lamb of sacrifice. It saved their lives physically. It saved them spiritually. And it it nurtured them for their for their. Um, for their journey. And so again, uh, Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. So that Passover lamb is a type and shadow of, of who Jesus is to us. And uh, again, they went in, in the strength of the, of the meat from that Passover lamb on their journey out of Egypt uh, they were physically sustained by that Passover lamb. See, that's an excellent type and shadow of, of, of uh, the lamb of sacrifice, Jesus the Christ, not only being made our sin, not only being made our deliverance out of our Egypt of sin, but also being made our sickness and our disease. They went in the strength of the meat they ate that night uh, into their journey. And so again, Jesus Christ wants to quicken us physically as well as spiritually. Romans 8, 11 says, The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by this same Spirit living within you. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the Spirit of healing on the inside of us. See, as we, we receive uh, healing as believers, listen, not from the outside in, but from the inside out. You've got to see yourself well on the inside before the healing manifests on the outside. Again, Psalm 107.20, I quoted earlier. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. It's what I believe on the inside that causes what I have from the Lord to manifest on the outside. And I've got to see Jesus not only as my Savior from sin, but also as the one who heals my physical body and keeps me supernaturally well from sickness and disease. My, my friend, I believe it is the perfect will of God that we walk in divine health lifelong. And I want to urge you and encourage you. We'll start back next time. We're going to talk about Isaiah 53 and healing in the atonement of Christ. But I want to urge you and encourage you 
to believe God for the healing of your physical body. Get into the Word of God. Listen to these podcasts over and over again. Get your faith built up in God, uh, in God for, for Jesus to be your personal healer. And if you're dealing with symptoms in your body, maybe you're listening to this and, and you've got a number of uh, health issues and, uh, and you're taking medications. Don't stop taking your medications. Don't stop... Um, don't stop doing the regimens you're doing, but add something. Get Start getting into the Word of God. Get your faith built up. And you know what? Once you start building your faith up, you know what? You'll begin to be able to believe God for small things, small, small things, small things, larger things, larger things, larger things. You can build your faith up until it's a great force in your life, and you can eventually push sickness and disease out of your physical body. As I'm talking to you, the Lord's speaking to me. There's a person you've had allergies for a long, long time. God wants to heal you, but I want to challenge you. Uh, uh, get a hold of the appetites that uh, of, of your physical person. Get a hold of what you eat. Watch what you eat. Uh, get plenty of rest and begin to believe God. But the Lord is beginning to touch your physical body right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, let these allergies be healed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, let these allergies that manifest in various ways be healed in this person that's listening to me right now in Jesus' name. There's another person you have gastrointestinal problems. In fact, I feel the Spirit of God coming on me now. If you're a person listening to these podcasts and you have problems, stomach problems, intestinal problems, etc., etc., uh, the healing power of Jesus is manifesting right now. I'm going to pray a prayer. Lay your hands on your stomach. You Maybe driving your car. Keep watching the road. But lay your hands on your stomach with one of them, with one of your hands. And let me pray for you because God wants to heal you. Lord, I take authority in the name of Jesus over the stomach issues, the gastrointestinal issues of any person that's listening to this podcast today. I command that sickness to go in the name of Jesus. Lord, let your healing power rise up inside of these individuals and bring wholeness and health and healing to them. Lord, may I hear from them that the Spirit of God touched them and they were healed in Jesus' name. My friend, I want you to know there is healing in the atonement of Jesus, and you can trust God for the healing of your physical body. We'll come back next time, and we're going to begin talking about Isaiah 53, the great redemptive chapter. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be great. God bless you as you celebrate Independence Day. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church weekly podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of the message today. Before you leave, please make sure uh, that you subscribe or leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening from. Doing this goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Lastly, if you want to reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments about today's content, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. I would love to hear from you. Go out there and be all that God created you to be today. God bless you.